We're now in our eighth year of presenting what we call a prophecy update. This is number 403 in that series. We talk a lot about prophecy here because one quarter of the Bible is devoted to it. One in every four verses is either a fulfilled prophecy or a future prophecy awaiting its fulfillment. Eighty percent of the Bible's prophecies have already come true. Those that have not come true are all concerned with what we commonly call the last days. They too must be fulfilled to the letter. By prophecy update, it's our belief that we can identify trends in the world and news that you'd expect in light of the unfulfilled prophecies. We're not saying the things we report are the fulfillment of prophecy, only that they are what you'd expect to be happening in light of what we know about the future from the Bible. 2 Timothy chapter 3 begins with this phrase, In the last days, perilous times will come. Then Paul the Apostle, who's the author, he lists a bunch of things that you would expect in the last days. And one of them in verse 12 is, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. So you would expect from reading the Bible that the persecution of Christians would increase uh, in the last days. I read an article and the title was, The Persecution of Christians is Intensifying as Anti-Christian Hatred Sweeps the Entire World. It's a pretty bold title. Uh, and you might think it's hyperbole, but the author puts it out there. And so uh, here's some excerpts from the article. He says, There is very little that the entire world seems to agree upon. There is one very frightening trend that is now taking hold literally all over the globe. A passionate hatred of Christianity is sweeping across the planet, and very few global leaders have been willing to step forward and speak out against this rising persecution of Christians. In many parts of the Middle East, Africa, and Asia, believers are being relentlessly attacked by extremists, churches are being destroyed, and laws are being passed to try to prevent the spread of the Christian faith. In some areas, the violence has become so extreme that Christians knowingly risk their lives just to go to church services each week. The author then cites examples from 10 different nations. I'll just note a few of them. Iraq. Recently, ISIS posted videos delineating the second-class status of Christians in the caliphate. Those unwilling to pay the tax or convert would be destroyed, the narrator warned, as the video culminated in the now infamous scenes of Egyptian and Ethiopian Christians in Libya being marched onto the beach and beheaded, their blood running into the surf. Kenya. In April this year, hundreds of students at Garissa University in northern Kenya came under attack when Al-Shabaab militants from across the border in Somalia raided dormitories at the college. Separating Christian students from their Muslim classmates, the raiders killed 147 and wounded dozens more. Today, the university stands empty. Pakistan. On Sunday, May 24, a Christian man in the Sanda neighborhood of Lahore was accused of blasphemy when some Muslims saw him burning newspapers that reportedly contained Arabic verses from the Quran. After the accusation, a Muslim mob caught the Christian, severely beat him, and attempted to set him on fire. A few months later, excuse me, a few months earlier, another Muslim mob burned a Christian couple alive inside a kiln after they too were accused of insulting Islam. A Christian youth, said to be mentally unstable, was imprisoned and charged under Section 295B of Pakistan's Penal Code, which prohibits the desecration of the Koran. After the attack on the Christian youth, the Muslim mob, reportedly thousands, rampaged through the neighborhood and set fire to Christian homes and a church. Christians in the region were attacked. Most fled the region. Some of the mob was armed and gunshots were heard. 
Nepal. The largely Hindu nation of Nepal has published a draft of a new constitution that would ban religious conversion. Here at home, two street preachers were brutally beaten, punched, and kicked by a crowd at a gay pride festival in Seattle, and the entire melee was captured on video. The preachers were holding signs reading, Repent or else, and Jesus saves. The video shows a group of people initially screaming and threatening the men during Pride Fest at the Seattle Space Needle. A group of women tried to steal their signs but were unsuccessful. The video then shows a group of men grabbing onto one of the preacher's signs and dragging him to the ground. At some point, he was punched in the back of the head a number of times while others can be seen kicking the man. Headlines like these, news like this, this is exactly what you'd expect from reading Bible prophecy, a growing intolerance of biblical Christianity, a growing persecution of Christians around the world in all the countries of the world. We don't expect or need to see anything happen or to be fulfilled before Jesus can return to resurrect and rapture the church. That event is always presented as imminent in the scriptures, meaning it could happen at any moment. That's why every week I ask you the same question, are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready, stay ready, keep looking up, because ready or not, Jesus is coming. 